1: Hi, and welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. My name is Jonathan Messenger, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Bebop. Jonathan? Bebop?
2: Can I be real with you for a second? Sure. You need a catchphrase, something to spice it up.
1: A catchphrase? What do you mean?
2: Well, you always say the same thing every episode. Hi, and welcome to the Alien Adventures of Blobbity Blobbity Ham.
1: Wait, I never say Blobbity Ham.
2: But you know what I mean. All the great podcasts have a great catchphrase. Like what? Brains On, where we're serious about being curious.
1: Oh yeah, that is a good one.
2: This American Life has one.
1: They don't have a catchphrase, I don't think.
2: Well, they always say, It's This American Life, I'm Ira Glass, Act 1, When being serious is about being curious. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Wait, is that your Ira Glass impression? Act 2,
2: Yahoo, serious.
1: Okay, so what should our catchphrase be?
2: Well, I was thinking maybe it could be Welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. Come for the story, stay for Bebop.
1: Uh, no, I don't think that's it. How about the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian? It's a good show that you like to listen to with your ears. Ah, Jonathan, you are terrible at this. I know. Well, if we're going to have a catchphrase, we should probably do what we always do when we're stuck. Ask, Ask the, the listeners. listeners.
2: Okay, if you think you have a fun way to sum up our show in one sentence that Jonathan could start saying at the beginning of the episode, send it in to earth at fincaspian.com and he'll give him a shot each week. It's the fifth season, so it's time to change things up a little bit.
1: Okay, all right. I can do that.
2: It's about time, missing hammer.
1: Okay, well, enough with the housekeeping. Now let's get on with the show, shall we? If you remember what happened last week, everyone returned to the Marlow, but then two mysterious figures came aboard and stole Proto and a lot of the early robots and a whole bunch of papers, and they seemed to use magic. How will the explorers find Proto now? Find out on this week's episode of the Alien Adventures Of Finn Caspian, Rainbow Page. The entire crew was in shock. They had been through so much. For the longest time, the threat had been outside the Marlow. The danger had come when they'd sent a pod away from the space station ever since Bunce invaded the Marlow with those wild things, no one had felt safe. And now, one of their own, their first robot, Proto, was gone. If the kids on the Marlow each got their own robot and developed their own bond with that mechanical friend, Proto was that friend to everybody on the Marlow. Whether you were four or 44, Proto was your robot. The bot who would always stop in the hall and recite some nonsense poetry for your pleasure. People on Earth had the sun rising every morning. People on the Marlow had Proto coming around the corner like clockwork. Captain Caspian didn't waste time coming up with a plan for Proto's rescue. The door to the captain's bridge had been closed ever since the bot napping, and no matter what Paige or Finn tried, Captain Caspian would not open the door. With his ear pressed to it, Finn could hear the adults arguing but couldn't make sense of what they were saying. Hours ticked by. No one knew what to do. The kids didn't feel like playing. It was difficult to keep focused when reading and sleeping was out of the question. Paige loped around the Marlowe. Never able to sit still in one place for longer than ten minutes, she visited Elias in the robot room. He had been putting the place back together taking inventory of what robots and what paperwork had been stolen. Then she found Valet in the training room, dodging pretend fireballs from pretend aliens, but she could see his heart wasn't in it. And she found Abigail in the Great Hall, talking with Genevieve Brooks and a few other troop captains, as though a kid army was ready to go out and find Protofessor if the adults wouldn't do it. Abigail, have you seen Finn? said Paige. I can't find him anywhere. "'No, sorry, Paige,' said Abigail. "'Maybe try the library?' "'But the library was empty. "'Even the librarian was consulting with the adults.' Paige pulled a small rock she'd grabbed "'from one of the planets they'd visited. "'She couldn't even remember which one anymore "'and dropped it to the floor, kicking it down the hallway. "'Every time she came to a bend,' She expected Proto to come around the corner and say hello. She played a one-woman game of soccer with that rock until she accidentally booted it into the map room. She scrambled in to get it, and there she saw Finn laying on his back, huge projections of galactic charts displayed above him, floating in the air. With his right hand, he swiped one map away and another one came up. What are you doing? She said. Finn didn't look at her. He just lay there on his back, reaching up to swipe away another map and bring up yet another. I'm looking through every map of the galaxies in the area, he said. I heard one of the adults say that they were going to do it, so I figured I would try too. Paige lay down next to her brother. She grabbed his hand. Are you scared, Finn? Finn stopped for a second and turned to his sister. "'Oh, yeah, yeah, of course I'm scared,' he said. "'I was scared of the exploding babies on the patient planet, "'and I was scared of Saffrite, and I was scared of the Puzzle Master, "'and I was scared of that weird ice creature that froze all of us. "'I'm pretty much always scared.' "'So then why do you do it?' Paige asked. "'Why even be an explorer?' "'I don't know,' said Finn. "'Because it's our mission. "'And Mom told me one time that being scared is how you know you're doing something important. How you know you're maybe getting better at something. He swiped away another chart and up popped a map of the galaxy nearest to them. (sighs) But it's hard to feel that way now. Look, before Proto was botnapped, Mom said we were going to go to this planet. Finn pinched at the projection of a blue planet above him and the whole thing expanded. A giant planet floating in the air above them. She said it's like Earth. It could even be the end of the mission. He swiped the map away and brought up the galaxy on the other side. If she's right, and that planet is just like Earth, that means the end of the Marlowe's journey, said Finn. We'll probably never get to go to the galaxy beyond it. And look, there's so much to see over there. Four planets, each a different color. Who knows what's in that galaxy? Uh, Finn, have you forgotten how to count? said Paige. There are five planets over there. Finn laughed. <laughs> no, Paige, the one in the middle is the sun. Then there's the red, the blue, the green, and the pink one. See? Paige didn't laugh. I know what a sun is. Who do you think I am? Voltronics? I'm talking about this planet right here. Paige pointed at a blank spot in the chart. There's nothing there, Paige. Stop goofing around, said Finn and he swiped the map away. Paige swiped it back on. That planet right there. It's a planet, she said. Finn, frustrated, swiped it away again. Cut it out, said Finn. I need to study these for proto. Paige pulled Finn's arm down to the floor and sat on his hand. Stop swiping it away, she said, and she brought the map back up. Look, right there. It's a planet. Can't you see it? Finn sat up. And then fell back down because Paige was still sitting on his hand. Get off me, he said. He pinched at the screen and zoomed in where Paige had pointed. He couldn't see a planet there, but he also couldn't not see a planet there. There was an absence no stars, no asteroids, just the circle of empty space. "'Page, what do you see? said Finn. Um, I see a rainbow planet with swirly clouds, she said. Isn't that what you see? Finn shook his head. But maybe that's it, he said. Those guys, they used magic to steal Proto. Maybe they're using magic to hide their planet, too. And yet, somehow you can see it, I guess? Whoa, said Paige. I'm magical. Elias came running into the room with Vale. Guys, I did a complete inventory, and I figured out what those magic people stole. Not just the robots, but the blueprints for the Marlowe's artificial intelligence engines. It's what turns robots into more than robots. It's what gives them their personalities. What turns them into our friends. For the record, I have no idea what he's talking about, said Vale. What are you guys doing in here anyway? I'm magical, said Paige. Abigail, stomping by the map room, spotted her friends and came in. Oh, I'm so frustrated, she said. The adults won't talk to us. Genevieve wants to just take an explorer pod and go looking, but I think that's a bad idea. We've split up enough. What are you guys up to? I'm magical, said Paige. Paige, you're not magical, said Finn. She thinks she can see a planet right here, see on the map? But I don't see it, do you? The rest of the troop squinted, but like Finn, they could just see an absence, no rainbow. "'That's because I am magical,' said Paige. "'Page, cut it out,' said Finn. "'This is serious. We need to figure out what to do next, or—' "'I am magical,' said Paige. "'I have magical eyes connected to a magical brain that can see magical planets.' Finn looked over at his sister, who was now floating in the middle of the map room, a faint rainbow light glowing all around her. He swatted the map away. "'I am magical!' said Paige. Say it! Okay, said Finn, grabbing onto his sister's feet. You're magical. Now please come down. Say I have a magical brain, said Paige. Paige, remember when you asked me if I get scared, said Finn? You're scaring me right now. He tugged on his sister. Say I have a magical brain, yelled Paige. Say it! And then Paige exploded, filling the room with rainbow light. Say so a magical! They heard Paige say, but no one could see her. All right, I am here with my son and editor, Griffin Messenger. Say hi to everybody, Griff. Hi, hi, hello! What did you think of that episode, Griff? Good. Yeah? Last week you gave me good plus one. Do I get any pluses on this one or is it just straight uh, good?
0: I think it's good minus one and plus one.
1: So just good then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So did you have any questions about the episode?
0: What's going on with Paige?
1: <laughs> yeah, what's going on with Paige? She exploded. That's yeah. what's going on. Like, what? You've never exploded before? Right? No.
0: <laughs> in, in video how games. Many, how
1: many of your friends have exploded before? I mean, it's a common thing, don't you think? No. No? No, it's not. No? No, it's you not. never exploded into a ball of rainbow light before?
0: No. <laughs> no. I don't even think that's even recorded in history.
1: <laughs> I think you're right. I think Plus, you're right.
0: <laughs> anyone who exploded like that probably got blown away by the wind some distant galaxy.
1: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Well, maybe that's what they're going to have to do is make sure that she doesn't blow away into a galaxy somewhere else.
0: Yeah. Eh, probably not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, something's going on with Paige. This season is all about magic. We have a science fiction show, but we're bringing some fantasy into it this season. And so Paige seems to have picked up a little of that magic. Yep. And exploded. yeah Because of
0: that. <laughs> Uh,
1: you have any other questions?
0: Um. Okay. What are the parents planning?
1: <laughs> yeah. What are the parents planning? What is Genevieve planning? It's a lot of planning happening. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: a lot of misfits.
1: A lot of misfits. One explosion. That's a pretty good recipe for a good story, I think.
0: I think it is a very bad recipe for. It's a very good recipe for chaos. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. 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 Um, at the beginning of the episode, Bebop and I talked about how the. Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian needs like a good catchphrase. So, do you have a good idea for a catchphrase?
0: Uh, not really.
1: You want to hear mine? What? The Alien oh, Adventures of Finn Caspian. It's a podcast.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely not going with that one.
1: <laughs> do you have a? Do you have another idea? Uh, just listen. Just listen. <laughs> yeah. That's like a like a Nike thing. Like Finn Caspian, just listen. <laughs> but we don't want our audience to just listen. We want them to give us all sorts of ideas. Just
0: listen and have fun. Just
1: listen and have fun. That's pretty good. All right. Well, if, if you audience members have any ideas for a good catchphrase, send them in. And in the meantime, it's... Art time! Art time! All right. We want to say thank you this week to Zachary from Vermont, Malachi, who's 10, from Joplin, Missouri, our pal Harper, Mary Bella, who's 7, from Card Nation, Washington, David, who's five, from Surprise, Arizona. Our pal, Renzo. Theo, who is six, from Lancaster, New York. Aster, who is six. Ollie, who is five, from Columbus, Ohio. Kara, who is five, from Silver Spring, Maryland. Griffin, who's seven, from Ohio. Great name, Griffin. Avery, who's five. Clive, who's five, from Los Angeles. Silas, who's seven, from Portland, Oregon. Roland, who's six, from Centennial, Colorado. Peyton, who's 13. Ivy, who's Four and a half from Melbourne, Australia, Jordan from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Darwin, who's ten from British Columbia, Canada, Jack, who's five from Schererville, Indiana, Emerson from East Lansing, Michigan, great Dame Emerson, our old pal Seb, Sarah, who's seven from Houston, Orion, who's six from Michigan, and drew a picture of Ninja Bebop. Thank you all so much for all of your awesome art. And if you have submitted art, I know. We're going to get to you, I promise. And now it is dab time. (laughs) Another dab. I was wondering if you are going to dab this week. (laughs) Joke time. All right. We've got a couple of jokes this week. The first one is from our pal Franklin. Franklin, take it away.
0: Hi, my name is Franklin, and I'm from Alameda, California. And I want to tell you a joke. What does the moon do when he has a bad hair day? He clips it. Get it? Like he
1: clips it. (laughs) That's great. Thank you, Franklin, so much. And then our pal Svetlana from Albany, New York, has a couple of great jokes for us.
0: Okay. Hello. My name is Svetlana. I live in Albany, New York. I am seven, and I have two jokes. Here is joke number one. Okay. Where did the astronaut see space from? Where? An ankle, get it? <laughs> and then here's joke number two. Okay, what did the person travel um, in through space? What? The Milky
1: Ways. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much, Svetlana. Thank you to everybody who sent in your art, your jokes this week. All right, Griff, anything else you want to talk about today? Mm, no. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening.
0: Keep sending in sa- sounds and
1: characters. Keep sending in those sounds and characters. Check out our Instagram and Facebook where I've been sharing some more of those characters. And we will see you next week. Do I say bye to everybody? Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 everybody. Thank you to everybody who has sent in your art, sounds, pictures, jokes, everything. Thank you all so much. If you think you have a catchphrase for the Alien Adventures of Fin Caspian, send it in. We'll read them at the beginning of the show, and maybe one of them will stick. You can send those to earth at fincaspian.com. The Alien Adventures of FinCaspian is a Gen Z Kids production, written and produced by Jonathan Messenger, edited and guided by Griffin Messenger, with special thanks to Maria Villanueva. Emerson Messenger is our intern. The music you hear at the beginning and end of every show is by Mark Greenberg, recently voted the nicest human in the multiverse. Our cover art is by Sir Ian Dingman. And to find out more about the show, check out the show notes or go to fincaspian.com. Thank you all so much for coming back every week, and we will see you next week. How about this for a
2: catchphrase? The alien adventures of Finn Caspian. It's like Bebop Tales, but not as good.
3: Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com?